You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Angie Andrews of JasonCouch.com. I'm going to try and get a couple of free agent episodes uh, out to y'all discussing a couple recent rumors surrounding the Blue Jays. One of them is going to be a name y'all are pretty familiar with. That'll be in our next episode. So find out which name from the Blue Jays past is going to make an appearance in next week's episode. Spoiler alert, it's not Eric Sogard. Sorry. Just popping that bubble now. Um, but speaking of Eric Sogard, the guy I want to talk about first, yeah, it's kind of been overshadowed a little bit coming into free agency just because a lot of the talk has been on flashier options. And I'm talking about, you know, guys like DJ LeMahieu, who are obviously in the MVP voting. I'm talking about trade options like Francisco Lindor, Nolan Arenado, Chris Bryant. And, you know, I haven't heard a lot of talk about Colton Wong. And the Blue Jays have been linked to Colton Wong. If only because the Blue Jays have literally been linked to every free agent possible at this point. Like, I I could seriously just do episodes and throw a dart at a free agent picture. And I could say the Blue Jays are in the running for this free agent. Like, ha Kim, I can probably do that. Like, it's, it's almost funny at this point. That the Blue Jays are the only team with enough money to be like, yeah, we could see them signing this person. But yeah, so Colton Wong, uh, for those of you who may be less familiar with National League Baseball, uh, was a Cardinal for basically his entire career. Um, he went to college uh, in Hawaii. He's a Hawaiian native. Uh, born on the Big Island at Hilo, uh, went to Oahu to play for the Rainbow Warriors, and he was a first-round selection by the Cardinals in 2011. Very highly touted prospect, and he showed why as he reached the majors in just two years. 2013, Cardinals called him up, and you know he started slowly posted a 153 batting average in that first season, but quickly established himself as the choice second baseman for the Cardinals. Uh, finished rook third in Rookie of the Year voting in 2014 when he had 12 home runs, batted 249. Um, he's played second base remarkably consistently throughout his career. Actually did get MVP votes in 2019, when he batted 285 with 11 home runs, 59 RBIs, and 24 stolen bases. 
remarkable numbers. Fits a lot of needs that the Blue Jays are looking to fill. Um, in 2020, a bit of a down year. 265 batting average, one home run, 16 RBIs. Um, his on-base was actually higher than his slugging percentage. He had a 350 on-base percentage, a 326 slugging percentage. But the calling card for Colton Wong has been his defense. Because, yeah, you may get a little bit of offense out of him. Anyone who's played fantasy baseball has almost surely added and dropped Colton Wong at least five times so far in their fantasy career. But if defensive stats counted, then Wong would be rostered everywhere. He is a two-time defending gold glove winner at second base. And if you watch the Blue Jays defense this past season... Or just listen to some of the old episodes. You know how frustrated I was with that Blue Jays defense at times. Well, Colton Wong fixes a lot of that. He's had a negative defensive war just once since becoming a full-time MLB player. That was in 2017 when it was negative 0.1, according to Baseball Reference. And, you know... In his seven years as a full-time player, he's racked up 16.7 career war, according to BA, or BR, sorry, BA is Baseball America, that's a different place, but 1.1 war last season, so a very productive player, still in his prime, uh, he turned 30 last month, and as much as people have been saying, like, DJ LeMahieu is obviously the main target, if the Blue Jays want to try and spread themselves out and find a guy who offers a distinct boost behind their contact pitchers like Hyunjin Ryu or maybe a Robbie Ray that's retooled or some, some of their other guys who do rely on soft contact, then upgrading the defense is a priority because the defense was bad. Last year. Colton Wong does not have that problem. So. What do we actually have to do. To get Colton Wong. Into the fold for the Blue Jays. I can tell you about that. Or I can tell you what you need to do to get some built Bars into, into the fold. Because built Bars are great. Um, they are a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar with 18 amazing flavors from such varieties as cherry barcia and lemon almond cheesecake to peanut butter and salted caramel and toffee almond and just a bunch of stuff that's all coated in 100% chocolate. They're soft, they're easy to chew, they melt in your mouth. They're great if you're on a diet, if you're trying to lose or maintain your weight while indulging in a treat. Reach for a built Bar because they're low-calorie, they're low in sugar, they're high in protein and fiber. If you're doing the keto thing, it's great for that. And right now, if you go to BuiltBar.com and use that promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 20% off your next order. So use the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. Okay, so what do the Blue Jays have to do to get Colton Wong? Well, similar to the case I've made for Brad Hand, 
it seems clear that, you know, trying to put a package together around Wong's option that was declined by the Cardinals. He had a $12.5 million option with St. Louis. They said no. I mean, this is also a team that let Javier Molina and Adam Wainwright go and may lose both of them in free agency. But, again, Cardinals just said, eh, we're all right. So, that would probably be a starting point. And, and a lot of the cases to be made for Colton Wong is that he's a cheaper option than DJ LeMahieu because he did not just um, become a top three MVP person. So, yeah, Wong is more affordable. And for a team that's looking to get multiple pieces, like, you know, trying to get one or two more starters and uh, George Springer and other, other, other pieces locked down, trying to maybe trade for, for one of these big name, uh, big name infielders that are available. Colton Wong fits that mold better than a guy like DJ LeMahieu because then again, the money gets spread out a little bit. And I know a lot of people are going to be thinking, why would the Blue Jays be thinking like that when they have all the money and no one else does? And they should just be going out and getting, you know, people at will. And... You know, even the richest teams have to try and manage their payroll. Even the Yankees, you know, are were desperate to try and get rid of Jacoby Ellsbury. And finally, you know, were able to alleviate themselves of that problem. So, you know, they're still going to be trying to find that option that works best for them. Now... MLB Trade Rumors has Wong projected to go to Boston at a two-year deal for $16 million. That's a fair price. We know that they usually do come in a little more expensive than MLBTR uh, predicts. But for a team that has a lot of hitters on the rise... Has a Lourdes Gurriel, who's flirting with 300. Has a Teoscar Hernandez, who took big strides. Has a Bo Bichette and a Vladimir Guerrero Jr. with raw talent. Has a Kevin Biggio that can get on base. They would do well to focus more defensively than offensively in the offseason. And that's partially why they seem to be looking at Springer very, you know, uh, with a fine-tooth comb. Because they're trying to improve that center field defense. And, you know, if they can trade Randall Grichuk, I think they might be looking to do that. Or maybe Teoscar or Lourdes Gurriel are the centerpiece of a Lindor deal or an Arenado deal. We don't know yet. But Colton Wong definitely fits into that improving defense philosophy if the Blue Jays are choosing to go that route. And, again, I know that same... MLB trade rumors piece had LeMayhew going to the Blue Jays at four years, $68 million. LeMayhew's a couple years older. 
You don't know when that bat speed's gonna start slowing down. It's it's why I'm a bit apprehensive about the Springer chase as well. And I mentioned why, because Jacoby Ellsbury was a thing. So I I'm a big proponent of getting these guys in their prime who were clearly casualties of the money. Because like I said, I I want them to be all over Brad Hand. I want that bullpen. To have that power arm back there and be able to just solidify things. So Colton Wong definitely fits into that line of thinking. And, I mean, we already have the plan in place. Colton Wong is basically just a much better version of Joe Panic, Much as, you know, Joe Panic was endearing this past season. Colton Wong blows him out of the water. Kevin Biggio would permanently move to, like, third base, outfield, play second when Wong needs a day off. But he, Wong would also slot in at the top of the lineup as well. Um, I'm, not ne- I'm not necessarily sure how Charlie Montoya would play that. He could also be like, I want Wong batting ninth just to be able to turn around the lineup better. I, I personally... I, I would prefer him a little higher, but I can see where the, you know, the batting average for Wong, which is a career 260. I can see why that may play a little better, even with his heightened on base percentage. How it would play a little better in the nine slot than the one slot or the two slot. But that that's the nice thing about getting him in is you can start to figure out where he slots in best ahead of some of those power bats. And if Wong can start getting on base regularly, a bit more regularly than they were seeing out of some of their infield production this season, that's what the Blue Jays are aiming for. Just that consistent growth, that consistent step forward, and, you know, trying to carry the playoff experience of this season into next year. Now, will they be turning to someone who already has playoff experience with the Blue Jays? That'll be the topic of our next episode. And if you want to make sure you don't miss that one, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast at Locked On Blue Jays. You'll find it on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Blue Jays to make sure you don't miss an episode. Click that subscribe button. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked On Jays. The episode links are posted on Twitter. You can follow me on that burb site at a underscore j underscore andrews the underscores are there because twitter is so so dumb so very dumb but it is useful so we'll be back with that second episode and yeah for everyone at the locked on podcast network and everyone at jaysforthecouch.com I'm A.J. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care.